format of the lesson here, and uh, I'll tell you what I want to endeavor to develop over the next few weeks, is the, uh, the art of profitable discussion. And uh, the main lesson, there'll be three pages to it, and each page will be a statement we'll discuss. And the discussion, it shouldn't be lengthy. It shouldn't be made lengthy 
Here's what we're trying to do. We're trying to build mm -hmm. a paragraph with everybody. Mm -hmm. I want to demonstrate that there are different perspectives that are valid. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, our text is going to illustrate this too. Uh -huh. And then uh, somebody should take notes because at the conclusion of the lesson, you want to be able to summarize all the comments into a paragraph that gives you a summation of what this lesson was about. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is something that I, I do personally and I'm seeking to develop it, is to capture an overview of whatever I'm mm -hmm. studying, capture an overview of it. See, think of it this way, if you, if you don't know the earth is a circle, the circle of the earth. If you don't know this, there's a lot of things you don't understand about sure. horizons and setting of the sun. Understanding the whole <coughs> helps you to understand the details. Amen. That's the point. And the text is John 18, verses 7 through 11. Jesus has been a, arrested. Prior to this, he's asked, who do you seek? They tell him who he was, and they all fell backward. Mm -hmm. Then ask he them again. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they were still on the ground or not, but he asked them again, whom seek ye? Mm -hmm. They said, Jesus of Nazareth. Mm -hmm. Jesus answered, I've told you that I'm he. <laughs> If therefore you seek me, let these go their way, that mm -hmm. the saying might be fulfilled which he spake. Of them which thou gavest me, have I lost none. Yes. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. Mm -hmm. The servant's name was Malchus. Mm -hmm. Then said Jesus unto Peter, Put up thy sword into the sheath. The cup which my father has given me, shall I not drink it? Amen. Amen. Now after Jesus was transfigured, Peter, James, and John being with him, he told the disciples, he said, the Son of Man should be betrayed into the hands of man. So he commenced at that time, for nearly a period of about a year, to tell them he was going to suffer many things, die, and be raised from the dead. Once David, a man after God's own heart, he said, let me not fall into the hand of men. So, Several times you'll read similar statements in the Psalms. Again, he said, deliver me not over into the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are arisen against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. Such an act, in the, in the case of others, where they were delivered over to their enemies, they were, God was provoked to yeah. anger, and, and he delivered them over. See, it's a different kind of situation. Yeah. 
we read in Judges 2, For the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel, and he delivered them into the hands of spoilers that spoiled them. Spoil means robbed. And he sold them into the hands of their enemies round about so that they could no longer stand therefore before their enemies. Now what we're reading about here is not like that. Jesus was delivered over to his enemies, but it wasn't because he couldn't stand. That's right. yep. And it wasn't because yep. God was angry. Amen. Jesus, of necessity, had just finished praying three times. If it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, the nevertheless, like, cancels out. Right, right. He said, but this is what I really want. There's something, I'm, with, I'm recoiling from the anticipation of drinking iniquity, but worsen of being cursed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He became a curse. Yeah, he, that's right. That that was what he was recoiling from. Mm -hmm. Amen. <clears throat> but what had happened between that prayer and now, something had happened mm -hmm. to Jesus. Right. He wasn't praying that anymore. After he finished that prayer mm -hmm. and probably during the prayer, an angel appeared Strengthening him, mm -hmm. special messenger, mm -hmm. and the strength paid off. Yeah, amen. amen. So here he's not, he's not praying that prayer anymore after he got strength that he yeah. didn't pray that prayer anymore at all. Yes. Amen. Jesus was required to die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's not all. He was required to die willingly. Mm -hmm. All right. See, God yes. has required a lot of people to die. But this death had to be a willing, a willing death. Amen. He had to be one that gave himself. Right. See, it had to be that way. This could not be done if Jesus was dreading it. That's right. He got rid of the dread before, before the crucifixion took place. He entered into it. Yes, was this? I like that you, you brought this out that Jesus had to die willingly. He had to willingly yeah. be involved in it. And uh, I, I thought about the verse that says, With the heart man believes That's in salvation. Right. Mm -hmm. And how salvation is calculated to give you new desires. He takes the stony heart of, of stony heart out of you and he puts inside of you a heart of flesh and he yeah. writes his law in your heart. It's from the heart. It's not yeah. from. We don't believe God with our heads. We believe. We believe with our heart. With the heart in other yeah. words, our entire person is invested in what God's doing. That's right. Now this this perspective is found throughout throughout Scripture, and I'll make a few comments on this later on. But an unwilling sacrifice is not acceptable. That's right. Amen. Under the law, yeah. you wouldn't say willing, you'd say free will. So a uh -huh. free will offering was an offering that was willingly given yeah. over and above mm -hmm. the standard required yeah. offering. Amen. And if you can see it, our service to God must be over and above. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. It's not enough just to, there's not a minimum 
when you're living for God, there's no minimum level. Yeah. Yeah. It's all or nothing. Amen. You know, I know that <clears throat> multitudes of people have never seen this. And while I was in the hospital, I listened to Christian television a lot because it, the media is fetish. <laughs> and I noticed that almost to a man, mm -hmm. the preachers assume the people are unwilling. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. that's right. You know right. how we are. Oh, yeah. We all, so uh -huh. forth. That's not that's not acceptable. Amen. Yeah, that's right. With God. Mm -hmm. And Jesus blazed the trail. See, mm -hmm. Jesus went before us and sanctified yes. this attitude. He showed mm -hmm. us what, what God what God expects yes. is wholeheartedness. And of course there's grace to assist you in yeah. being wholehearted. That's Amen. that's Amen. a wonderful blessing. Amen. So this death of Christ was deliberate <laughs> and willing. He was doing what God determined him to do, but he didn't do it because God determined him to do it. He did it because he wanted, he willed Amen. to do it. Amen. And right. there, his will was in sync with yes. God's will. See, now there's a lot different yeah. than doing something because you have to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. telling you that that's yeah. law. That's more. God doesn't accept people doing things because they have to do it. That's not acceptable. Yes, that's right. Because that means there's something, something tugging against it. So what Jesus did when, when he was anticipating this, what he was going to go through with this curse being made sin for us, he anticipated, and he dealt with it there in the Garden of Gethsemane. He dealt with it and squashed that attitude. Yeah, amen. The angel helped him mm -hmm. so that he went out. He had to talk him into arresting him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, that's, that's, how, Amen. <laughs> that's how thorough it was. This was the will of God. Jesus set the standard. That's, that's it. We don't look to men for the, the standard. You don't look to men. If you, if you find men, if you follow men, it has yes. to be men that are yes. following the standard. Amen. You know, it's interesting us. Uh, side issue. You know, when Jesus, when the angel appeared to Jesus, he didn't react like any other man. Every other man fell down or, yeah. but not Jesus. Yeah. He created the angels. That's right. And yet here, they were sent by God to minister to the one that created them. Yeah. Now this is, this would be, it, it shows you how far Jesus descended, how, how he, he became a servant. Yeah, and right. yet, at the same time, he was still the word that was manifested, God yeah. was in him manifest. Yeah. It, it's just interesting to see Jesus never pretended anything. No, he he lived <laughs> he lived out what God he showed everybody what God's like, what what his image looks like in a man. And so anyway, it was just interesting to see that that that, that Jesus he 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 wasn't surprised, you know, when um when an angel showed up. He, no, he he received. The message, and he was strengthened by it. And, they, and after that, uh -huh. he prayed more earnestly. Yes. Amen. That's right. In yeah. other words, the strength. Yes. The angel did strengthen him. Amen. Didn't strengthen him to 
walk away, strengthen him to pray more earnestly. See, Jesus had to pray earnestly to lay down his life. The same is true of all of us. God requires 100%. You were, you were um, speaking about the, uh, really about correlation between doing things from the heart and doing because or only because you were commanded. David also had this expression. He said, when thou saidest, yeah. seek ye my face. Now there's the yeah. There's the command again. My heart said unto thee, yeah. thy, thy face, face, Lord, will I see. Amen. So there Amen. you have that response of, of uh, faith that that we're talking about Amen. here. That it, that's what made what David did acceptable. Because with his heart, he mm -hmm. said, I will do. Amen. <coughs> this is the obedience of faith. Yes. See, you transfer this to yourself. Mm -hmm. Particularly when you're in a, a younger spiritual period of your life, sometimes some of the things will chafe against your spirit mm -hmm. because God God is a demanding God. Yes. Whatever you think about His mercy and His grace and His love, He's a demanding God. Yes. Amen. But the response of faith is: Is that what? If that's what you want, that's what I'll do. Yeah. There's a difference between saying, if that's what you require, mm -hmm. that's, not, that's, not, that's not the same thing. Yes. If that's your desire, then that's going to be my desire. Yes. Amen. Uh -huh. that's, amen. The, that's the secret now to successful, yes, successfully living for the Lord. Amen. amen. Oh, and our text in verse 7 begins, he asked them again. He'd <coughs> ask, who do you seek? So he asked them again. Mm -hmm. The first time he asked the question, they went backward yeah. and fell to the ground. Yeah. All right, now when Jesus was transfigured and God spoke, this is my beloved son whom I fully love, it's hear ye him. Yeah. The disciples heard it, they fell not backward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They fell on their face as forward. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Amen. They fell forward. Yeah. Their fear was godly fear. That's right. Yes, yeah. when you confront God, it'll provoke you to fall down in some way, but you'll fall forward. Yes. Not backward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This multitude, when they fell backward, that wasn't godly fear. Mm -hmm. That was dread the dread of what, what they were facing. There is a fear that moves men to draw back from God. Mm -hmm. There is a fear like that. Mm. And they'll do things that don't, they don't, to a spiritual person, it doesn't make sense that they do something like they do. But the reason they do it is they're, draw, they're afraid and they're drawing back. Yeah. It's not just they don't like what they heard. That's what they may say. They may say, we didn't like that. But that's, see, they, they don't understand it's their fear that moved it. They were, they were fearful. And so they, they moved back, thinking that the further you are from God, the safer you are. Mm -hmm. That's what flesh thinks. Yeah. 
But actually, the further you are from God, the more dangerous. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> the more jeopardy you're in. Yes, that's right. Safety's in drawing near, even though it's fire. Yes, Brother Given, yeah, uh, when Paul reasoned with Felix, it says, as he reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and the judgment to come, Felix trembled yeah, and answered, go thy way for <laughs> this time. Right. See, that's that fallen back. He fell backwards. That's right. That's no wonder the Lord says to us, let us, the family, let us therefore fear. This is the forward fear. Lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. So, if God promises it, is that your guarantee? Now think over what we just read here. It's guaranteed only if you embrace it and go forward. That's right. Amen. Lest any of you fall after the same example of unbelief. So when the Lord says something, you have to you you examine yourself. What is the effect? that divine commands, mandates, whatever. What is that effect upon you? Is it fall forward? Or is it fall backward? And you can kind of... And I don't think any any person, I, none of us here, are impervious to going backward. Why? Because your body is a tremendous backward. It's a backward, mm -hmm. and then you're in a world that's a fallen world. See, yeah. there's a there's a lot of things that unless you see the potency of faith and drawing near, there's everything <coughs> shouts that it's dangerous. To, yeah. Some people say that you shouldn't be so heavenly minded. You know, earthly good. Yeah. See, you can't get you can't get too close. Yeah, to God, amen, but God. you can amen. get too far yes, amen. from God. Mm -hmm. That's right. So Jesus presses the matter. Mm -hmm. yeah. What? Because now He's willing to die. Mm -hmm. He's not shrinking back. So He's got to ask Him again. Mm -hmm. Do He told them when they when they answered, they said, He said, "I told you." I've told you I'm he. Mm -hmm. If therefore you seek me, let's get on with it. <laughs> you got to see how Jesus thinks here. Yeah, yeah. He's got 11 men with him. Mm -hmm. His disciples. He says, if you seek me, let these go their way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, from a human point of view, this is the most this was a time you would think to be selfish. But he wasn't. That's right. Let Amen. these Amen. go their way. That's right. The NIV says, if you're looking for me, then let these men go. Now, if that's how Jesus felt about those of him before he died, what do you think of what he feels about them after he died? Yeah. What about it now that he's in heaven? How does he really feel about his people? Well, that's a weak term. How does he feel? How does he conduct himself toward his people now that he's in heaven? Yeah. 
a sacrifice has been made. Atonement's been made. Reconciliation's been made. Satan's been destroyed. Principalities and powers have been spoiled. How, how does he regard his people now? Now I'm telling you, brethren, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you that the majority of Christian people don't have the faintest idea on this. They're in the dark. We know they are because they're not living like they should live because they don't know. But this is not the time to be half-hearted and not to be wholehearted. This is not the time because everything that was required to be done to allow men to press boldly in, yeah. it's been done. Yes. And then we've got grace on top of that. Marvelous. Amen. Nothing in the kingdom of God. He said, and the only one that's lost, one, only one was lost, yeah. and he was, he was appointed. It was his lot. Amen. He yes. was. See, nothing in the kingdom of God is ad hoc, uh-huh. Uh-huh. impromptu, reactionary. God is never that way toward his people. God does have <coughs> reactions, as Israel could tell you. They tempted him seven times, and he had a reaction to it. But when God reacts, it's never good. You just read through the scripture, and you'll see this is the case. God can be provoked, but not by those who are coming close. You will never provoke God when you press in mm-hmm. Amen. close. Because the closer you are to him, the further you are from the world. See, God's will is carried out by purpose, not by mandate. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. If anybody could mandate something that happened, God could do it. That's right. But he, in man, he made, he made a person. In man, he made someone that at his peak and at his best, he's not moved by mandate or command. He's moved by revelation and by insight. That's what moves a person. So so if a person's like, you're you're going to specialize in the name of God to correct people's behavior, you'll be in for a hard, hard life. Because behavior is corrected by change, yes, amen. moral and spiritual yes, change. Right. No wonder salvation is not earned or not of works. Yeah, uh-huh. See, it's not earned. Yeah. Salvation is realized by response. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And all obedience, legitimate obedience, is a response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. It's not like a like a law. Yeah. It's a response. That's right. Amen. In other words, God working through the Holy Spirit and through grace and tenderness and some things that we don't understand, mm-hmm. He provokes a person to look into what. Right. Like Moses, yeah. he saw that burning bush and he yeah. he moved closer. Yeah. And he said, "He said, blessed are your ears for they hear." Blessed are your eyes, for they see. That's right. Yeah. See, you, you press it. You want to know more. So let's say you're you're sitting, listening to someone speak yeah. or preach or testify. Mm-hmm. And something they say sparks your interest. Mm-hmm. You hadn't thought it, just hadn't right. thought exactly like that before. Mm-hmm. So if you're a tender person, you'll press in. Mm-hmm. See, you want to know more, yeah. see more. 
Amen. That's the kingdom posture. Mm -hmm. Amen. And no matter where you are, if you're a fledgling novice, you just started, or you're a senior saint, you've been in here for many years, you, you have the same experience. You, mm -hmm. you want to get in closer. Mm -hmm. The people of God cannot grow accustomed to darkness without backing away from God. Yeah, that's right. mm -hmm. So when people yeah. lose interest, <coughs> They're backing away. And they're backing away out of fear. Fear brings torment. So people that are fearful are tormented in the presence of God. You can see that, can't you? They're tormented in the presence of God. But people that are pressing in, they're comforted and provoked to draw closer. So no mortal can boast about salvation. When you were personally, when you personally came to the knowledge of the truth and were saved, mm -hmm. and you believed, that fulfilled. Mm -hmm. I want you to see how different this is from that. That fulfilled the scripture. He that believe, if you believe on me, you'll be saved. Yeah. That fulfilled, <laughs> that fulfilled that scripture. Right. And whenever you obey God. <laughs> There's something you fulfilled mm -hmm. when you obeyed. Yeah. Yeah, amen. But you didn't succumb to temptation. It's because God made a way for you to escape. Amen. Yeah. That's right. That's why you didn't. Yeah. Amen. It wasn't because you were disciplined. It wasn't because you were especially strong. It wasn't because you took a course on resistance. Yeah. It was because God made a way of escape. And when amen. When you press in, you can find that way. Amen. It becomes apparent Amen. to you. You may Amen. not see it as an escape, but you end yeah. up, you don't do it, you found the door of escape. If you've been faithful over an extended period, you've been faithful because God kept you from falling. Amen. <laughs> that your faithfulness fulfills this statement. He is able to keep you from falling. Mm -hmm. Now I tell you that's that's refreshing to my soul. Amen. To Amen. think of it that way rather Amen. than <coughs> an accomplishment, you know. Amen. Yeah, it, it makes for confidence. It makes for confidence. Makes for confidence. Amen. <laughs> when an individual after they've escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of God, lines of the Lord our Savior, they are again entangled and overcome. They've fulfilled the proverb. That's right. Yes. Amen. That a, a dog turned to his own vomit again in the south that is washed or wallowing in the mark. They fulfill that text. That's right. Now Amen. what if every backslider do that? What if that's how they viewed their retrogression? Yeah. Some people are backslidden, but they just think they're just they're not as fervent as they once were. Uh, I, I'm sorry, it was not quite that simple. Mm -hmm. Every condition that a person approaching or withdrawing from God, there's something in Scripture that they're fulfilling when they did that. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Amen. I can remember someone telling me in Germany. 
I was, I was really, really, I just come back to the Lord and I was really pressing in and, and one, one man come along and, and, and he, we were, we were fellowshipping together and he says, you're going to have to just take it easy now. He says, you're going to burn out. Yeah. He says, you, you don't really have to, he says, I know you're excited. He said, but, but this isn't the way it's going to be all the time. You know. And I'll just tell, tell you, it just didn't sound right. Yeah, I don't want. You know, I didn't, I didn't have enough understanding to know what was going on, but I just knew it. I don't want to receive that. Yeah, it doesn't see, sound it was good. an appeal to fear. See, appeal yeah. to fear. But when you when you make that appeal, it's got to be to someone who's <laughs> in the backward. That's the warning you issue to the backward. Yeah. You can see it's not, you're not always going to be backward. You'll be in hell if you don't get straightened out. You'll be damned. Yeah. It's a whole lot different than this other approach. Well, this brings us to the first uh, thing to discuss. Remember, it should be brief. Don't, this is the time for explanations just to see what you've seen in this text, no matter how small it may seem. So we're open for some of your remarks, and if someone would take notes, please. Particularly of them, uh, I was given me, I've lost none. Partic yeah. But that's the thing we're looking at. Well, I was impressed with the fact that in order for him to say that, that means he's this whole thing's been planned out or orchestrated. Otherwise, it would be... He couldn't say that. That's right. God's in charge of something. That's right. Well, the connection there with God himself through Christ, he doesn't just say, oh, none have been lost. He said, I have lost none. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. How about this? God gives people yeah, to yeah. Christ. Jesus mentions that again before this in John 6, 37. All that the Father giveth me yeah. shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Oh, praise Amen. God. So when you come to Jesus, that's what you, I've been given to him. Yeah. He won't cast you out. He That's won't right. cast you out. You know wise. All right. Amen. We'll move ahead. There are times when God does react. When the spies, now remember, the point I'm establishing here is when he reacts, it's not, it's not for good. He brought back this unfavorable response. The people believed him. God reacted. Forty years in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. And over 605,000, the, the militia, yeah. wouldn't enter the land. That's right. That was a divine reaction. That's right, yeah. Amen. Now it's possible. Mm -hmm. It's very important that no, no one speculates about this. Yeah. We can't think of a particular thing, but when a person does go backward, mm -hmm. some kind of provocation is going to take place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God can be provoked. Yeah. Even though he's omniscient, mm -hmm. even though he's all-powerful, yeah. 
even though he knows the end from the beginning. See, in human logic, that doesn't make sense. That a God who knows the end from the beginning, knows everything is going to happen, it doesn't make sense that something would provoke him. Mm -hmm. But see, God's not like man. Whenever uh, he says, "Whom he loves, he chastens." Yeah. God is not content with these, with these conditions. Uh, in the in the prophets, speaking of Israel, he said that they were as those who pulled away the shoulder. Yeah. Whenever you're trying to reach them and jerk away, mm-hmm. like not having anything to do with it, uh, God. God has to respond righteously to these things. It is it is not right for men to have that that attitude and that um, that dis, disbelief and disobedience to God. He is God, and He's not going to let that sort of thing stand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he does it for His own glory. He does it because he's righteous and he can't do unrighteousness. He can't have fellowship with unrighteousness. He does it according to his purpose. He does it so that men will see and fear and be turned. And there are a lot of things going on. Yes, amen. Yeah. And God God doesn't operate by pattern. You know this in Christ's miracle, the blind man, you know one time he just touched his eyes. Another time he spit on his eyes. Another time he put clay on his eyes. He doesn't operate by pattern. Israel provoked, 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 and God reacted. Herod, one time, one time, mm-hmm. he spoke arrogantly, and an angel smote him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So sin is always dangerous. It's, that's right, yeah. You don't know how God's going to react. You can't say, well, God's long-suffering. He'll put up with it. Well, he may not put up with it. That's right. That's right. Brother Gibbons? Yes. Uh, I was reading in Sennacherib about Sennacherib in Isaiah uh, 38 and 39. And it says there, uh, God says, Sennacherib sends his emissary to say, you know, uh, your God yeah. is just like all the other gods yeah. to be able to save you. And uh, God says, didn't you know that I was the one that put you there? Yeah. And I was the one that ordained you to to uh, destroy all these other countries? Yes. But because you have levant, uh, uh, raised yourself up mm-hmm. to uh, yeah. consider your consider me as like all the other gods and consider yourself above me, I will will make sure that you do not. uh, And then the angel came out and killed 185,000 men in one night. And he had to retire and was later killed. There was a God provoked again. That's but right. But that was yes. a provocation of God because the man provoked him. That's right. That's right. So God, God can be provoked, but see, God can be blessed. Uh-huh. And Nebuchadnezzar, who turned to God, was blessed. Yes, he was. And he was yeah. disciplined, but he was. And one of one of the one of the mm-hmm. remarkable cases is Manasseh. He was one of the worst kings of all, and at the toward the end, he repented. 
and he was received back and restored into his kingdom. So there's an example of long suffering that is, come from a human point of view, completely unreasonable. So I thank God that he's that way because that mandates faith. See, you believe and you trust God, and you don't try and predict what God will or will not do. Hey, Brother Gibbon? Yes. This thing you were talking about, how God doesn't work according to a pattern, how like men can't figure out what God's <laughs> going right. to do in, their, in his reactions. Right. I was thinking about the account of Scripture, throughout Scripture, what God did when he was provoked. How things that you would never be able to just guess that he was going to do that. How like uh, Lot's wife became a pillar of salt. That's right. Or the, or the walls of Jericho just fell down. <laughs> or the uh, Jezebel fell backwards out the window. Yeah. And the dogs ate every part of her except for her hands and her and her forehead. And then uh, the writing on the wall with Belshazzar. That's right. And uh, Nebuchadnezzar was made to eat grass. And uh, the ground swallowed the sons of Korah. That's right. So all these different instances throughout Scripture that you, you can't nail down that he's done it twice. See, the, the Scripture, from this view, is a commentary on God. This, the Word of God is about God. Mm -hmm. It's acquainting you with his nature. And then the advantage we have in Christ he acquaints you with his purpose. Mm. He didn't acquaint the ancients mm -hmm. with his purpose. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was hidden. It was a mystery. It was hidden. Yeah. But his purpose is to magnify his name and magnify his son by saving more people mm -hmm. than Satan's been able to deceive. Yeah. Yeah. When it all ends... God wins. Yeah, right. Not because he fought, because of who he is. Yeah. Right. All right. So then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and smote the high priest's servant, cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. John writes that when Jesus when Jesus said, let these go their way, then Peter drew his sword and cut off the ear of Malchus. Mark, Matthew and Mark say that it is when they laid their hands on Jesus and took him. That's when Peter drew his sword. And then Luke says when Judas betrayed him with a kiss, and when he saw that they would, when uh, they were about him, saw that what would follow at that point. Yes. Well, see, all three of them are true. Mm -hmm. Now, if this was in, in a modern church discussion group, they'd view these as contradictions. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But see, there was a, there was a, period of time. This didn't all happen in like one second. There's a little period of time there. And during that period of time, various people, various writers looked, picked out, the, all three of these happened during that period of time. 
Now the same is true many times when people make observations about scripture. They're looking at a different perspective of it. They're not giving a summary. See the difference in giving a summation of something and giving an observation of some facet of truth. <coughs> My own personal desire is that people would be able to grasp this. When something said, I don't like the way that's said. You know? mm -hmm. No one says this over here. Whenever you pit this against that in the scripture, see you're mm -hmm. off on the wrong foot. Right. You never want to do that. You say, no, this can't be true because it says this over here. No, this this isn't yeah. how you this is not how you look at the word of God. Yeah. The word of God, there's height and length and depth and breadth. Mm -hmm. And so if a person can see it, and it's not, it's not always this way. I know sometimes there are contradictions that are made. But there's facets of truth, perspectives of truth, all, all right. They're all true. Mm -hmm. Now here's an interesting thing that Simon, he had a sword. That all through Christ's ministry, he never told the disciples not to have a sword. We know here that there were two two of them had swords. There two swords. We know we know Simon Peter had one. We don't we, the other one. We don't know who it was, but in my own opinion, it probably was Simon Zelotes, which means he was a zealot, and zealots were a, were a militant group of Jews that were willing to fight when they came against the Jews. And here's an interesting thing how these zealots were formed in history. In the Maccabean period, this would be during the period of time that between the Malachi and John the Baptist. This is their official definition. During the time of the Maccabees, there existed among the Jews a class of men called zealots who vigorously adhered to the Mosaic law, endeavored by even by a resort to violence. And here's why after the example of Phineas. Is that interesting? Phineas, you remember the... Yeah, that's right. Uh, Sisera. Balaam had deceived, him, told him a lie, how to, how to get God to turn against the Israelites and provoke, provoke them to do something they knew. So they, the Moabites come in and there's a man with a woman in his tent uh -huh. Uh -huh. and Phineas took his sword and pinned them both right. to the tent floor killed them and some Jews thought that was a precedent mm. yeah. is that interesting mm. yeah. there's still people read the Bible like this oh, yeah. there's still people read the Bible like this they thought that was a precedent this is what you should do yeah well, it wasn't what what they should do. This Jesus Jesus showed that this was the case. It also shows that the Jews knew a lot more about the Bible than Christians know about the about scriptures that than the average Christians know about our script about the scriptures today. That was just a couple of verses, in in all in all Moses and the prophets, just a couple of verses. Everybody knew about that. And they actually formed a sect 
of a denomination we'd call it, they formed a sect. Zealots, we'll call it. And, uh, yeah. so at any rate, Peter smote the high, the high priest servant. I, I'm of the opinion that Peter probably was an expert swordsman. He was an older man and probably, probably, he wasn't aiming for Malchus's ear. But see, God directed his sword. It wasn't that Malchus had a lot of dexterity and just dodged. This is God stopped it. That God didn't let that sword do that work. And I can tell you that anybody of all the soldiers, and some estimate there probably were thousands, I don't know, but of all the people there that night, nobody ever forgot yeah. what they saw. Yeah. <coughs> they saw Malchus lose his ear, and they saw Jesus healed. Yeah, that's right. yeah. And that's a, this is the only time in the Bible Malchus is mentioned. Mm -hmm. And throughout Christendom, most people know who Malchus is. Uh, see, there are some sections of scripture that God has particularly shed light on, and, and the volume isn't there. There's not a volume in the text, but there's a volume of meaning. So no wonder Jesus said, don't do violence. Yeah, that's right. Jesus didn't did violence to no man. That's right. That's why violence is always out of order. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If that's if this is the only text you have, uh -huh. Uh -huh. this would tell you. It's not the wise thing to retaliate by punching him in the nose. This it's not uh, yeah. it's not proper. Amen. So here was a case where God turned a curse into a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> In Nehemiah 13.2, it says God turned the curse into a blessing. Uh, here's for Malchus. It was a curse turned into a, into a blessing. John is the only one who identified it as Simon Peter. The others don't name him. Remember now, remember Peter, James, and John were the inner circle of the, the inner circle of disciples. Now here's the second discussion point. Then Peter, having his sword, drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. What do you? What are some things you see in that? Well, I'm going to go out on a limb. Um, it's a very compelling statement. It it just kind of jumps right out at you. <laughs> he could have cut off his nose, or he could have cut off his left hand. Yeah. But he didn't. He cut off his right ear. His right ear. <laughs> and those are two important things. Uh, we can assume that the right ear was the ear of hearing. When, where, this, where right is involved, it's where the power is. It's where the ability is. It's yeah. where the strength is. That's one thing. When he lost his ear, that was a sign from the Lord that he was circumcising his ear. That's, That's what comes to me. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was the last chance for this man, Malchus, to see the truth, to see the Lord, to see Jesus Christ as he was the Messiah yeah. standing in front of him. And for him to see that, he needed to be circumcised. Yeah, that's good. And uh, <laughs> we hope, it doesn't say, but we hope that he did come to the faith. I think we could say with brilliant that, that he never forgot it. <laughs> never forgot it. Yeah, and he was healed, of course, because that was the point of, of Jesus 
uh, healing him. He's, he's saying, no, we don't do things like that. When, when I circumcise you, it's not going to be with a sword. It'll be That's with good. the Holy Spirit in your good heart. Good observation. And he was, he was the high priest's servant. Yeah, high priest. The, yeah. the one who would be our great high priest that healed his ear. Yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah, healed by the high priest. He still heals high priest servants. He was still, he, he's still the high priest servant. Yeah. <laughs> and if yeah. Jesus hadn't healed his ear, Peter might have been taken too. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. 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 And the other disciples. Uh, even though this man was attacked for, for being in a party, Standing with those who were arresting Jesus and was attacked, the one that he came to take healed him. That's right. Amen. It shows the, <laughs> the mercy and the compassion of Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of a city, two of a country. Yeah. Now, Peter would soon learn not that, that he could not contend with difficulties in his own strength. This incident is also what got him identified when he was standing outside yeah. while yeah. Jesus yeah. was being accused. Mm-hmm. And, and somebody who's related said, I know who you are. Yeah. Yeah, I know this. And he denied at that point. But it was a, it was a turning point for Peter. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt that. Peter was fully convinced he could take the whole bed, oh, the whole yeah. group off. Yeah. There's examples in scripture of one man defeating a lot of people, a whole army. So I, I don't doubt that. The, and here what actually happened was Peter was interfering with what God was doing. Yeah. 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 What a humbling yeah. thing to <coughs> recognize later. I mean, he chose to be humbled under yeah. that when he, it was revealed to him. He yeah. never yeah. mentions this in his writings. But I, I know that Peter remembered that all of his life yeah. and, and had to temper everything he did. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think maybe he was aiming for his head and just missed oh, yeah. it out of <laughs> Yeah. See, it, it teaches you that retaliation, right. this, is not, this is not the kingdom manner reta- yeah. to, to retaliate. Right. God tells you, he says, I'm the avenger, right? I, re- I revenge. Vengeance is mine. So paying back this is not our, this is not yeah. our portion. Yeah. Yes. The, the other thing to be seen here is, when, when that event happened, that whole group that had come to take Jesus could have gone crazy. They could have just jumped over everybody. Okay, <laughs> they started a fight. We're just that's gonna take right. them all. Good pandemonium. That's right. Like that's good. It was just quieted yeah. the whole thing. That's good. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> that's so. Who was in? Who was really in charge? Yeah. Who was in charge. And for the movement. In Jesus gathering his ear and then healing him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Peter reacted this way because he didn't fully understand. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Jesus didn't have to be defended. <laughs> yeah. It goes yeah. to show you that there's a lot more involved in serving God than just good intentions. That's yes. good. No. That's good. Amen. But, but sister, sorry. Oh, I was thinking about what Sister Joe said, but I think it was a mercy in itself that 
it was only his ear That's and not something yeah. worse. Imagine that, uh, how Peter would have to deal with this the rest of his life. Yeah. So yeah. it was a mercy in itself that. Yeah, I, I know that Peter wasn't aiming to cut his ear off. Yeah. So God actually directed that sword. Yeah. He showed mercy yeah. on Malchus. He taught Peter. And taught Peter. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be teachable. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is when he said, put up your sword. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Sister Benita had brought out that Peter, Peter was showing that he was, he was going to die with Jesus if he needed to. Yeah. yeah. In a way, I mean, he was going to uh-huh. go down, but with a fight and what was happening is his savior was fighting for him. Uh-huh. That's Amen. right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, you hear the savior's fighting for the world. For the, for the world. Laid on his, yes. It's a marvelous text of scripture. We learn, of course, the kingdom of Christ is not of this world. It doesn't operate according to this world's standards. Not when he was here and not after he returned to heaven. Do the Lord's work. You don't learn the ways of the world or how the world addresses things. Remember what Jesus said to Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. If it was, My servants would fight that I be not delivered. See, I wouldn't be standing here before you if my kingdom was of this world. These few people who are servants, they'd overcome the whole Roman army if necessary. The NIV reads, if my kingdom were of this world, my followers would have been fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here, this world. It has no such origin. Now see, brothers and sisters, that's why for some of us things haven't worked out. Apparently. Apparently. It looks like things haven't worked out so good. But remember, God's kingdom is not of this world. Amen. Amen. It may have actually been worked out but it worked out differently than the world would do. <coughs> what is true of, of the defense of Christ and his kingdom is true of every facet of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God doesn't expand and grow after the manner of the world. It's managed from heaven. Mm-hmm. Brother Bob brought yes. this out earlier. It's managed yes. from heaven. Mm-hmm. The Lord selects the proclaimers. That's right. Yes. The Lord directs where they go. Yes. The Lord adds to the church. The means through which spiritual growth is accomplished, God determines that. The wisdom that reveals and directs the way men should think is that God determines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What we're making here is that God manages the, yes, the kingdom. And this is it. there's the text incidents that confirm this. Mm-hmm. 
Paul and company couldn't go to Asia, couldn't go to Bithynia, had to go to Macedonia. What was God doing? God was direct. He was right. the command center is in heaven. That's where the yeah. command center is. And you've got to draw near. See, you, you don't get in on this by falling, by going backward. That's right. You draw in and press in, and, and this becomes increasingly more apparent to you. The older you get, the longer you're with the Lord, this, this becomes more apparent to you. That the government belongs to God. It doesn't belong to you. You're a king and a priest, but you're a king that takes orders. God is the is the director. And Christ is this right hand person who's directing it. Now Jesus took orders while he was here in the flesh. He said, I I came to do the will of my father. So if he would if he would submit to that level, yeah. well then how dare any of his children, you know, have a problem with taking an order from Jesus. That's right. So I can do nothing of myself. That's right. That's what he said. You can't, you can't either. Yes, amen. There are people that will tell you, you can do what you want to do. No, you can't. Yes, amen. You can only effectively do what God has given you to do. That's you can't right. just step out. No one could just step out of being an apostle, yeah. one of the twelve inner circle. Jesus chose them. The real issues of life, the real issues, the real ones are defined by God. Amen. That's right. The issues of life belong to God, the scripture says. Yeah. So what's really serious, that's determined by God, not by man. Amen. Ordinarily, you'd think to have a serious thorn in the flesh would be something you wouldn't want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not how God thought. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so people wouldn't conclude that mm-hmm. Paul was greater mm-hmm. than he really was. Yeah. He gave him a thorn in the flesh that caused people to just... People despised him because of that. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. said his words are very weighty, but in press, <laughs> very weak. Uh-huh. So they despised him. Yeah. But in despising him, they were actually despising God. Amen. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Jacob, you know, after he wrestled, he he limped the rest of his life. He limped. Yes. Yes. Amen. So the wisdom that reveals and directs the way men think comes from God. The goal is defined. Where are we going? The Lord defines that. The means of appropriation. How do you obtain? The Lord defines that. Those who can and cannot enter enter into the kingdom of God are defined. He tells you right up front, the unrighteous can't inherit it. The righteous can can and will inherit. No, he didn't say can. The unrighteous can't. The righteous will. See, that changes when you you think this way. You can think some do, some don't. Mm -hmm. Or you can think some can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Some can't. Mm -hmm. Some can. It's a different way of thinking. That's right. All right, the next section. 
Then said Jesus unto Peter, Put up thy sword into the sheath. The cup which my father has given me, shall I not drink? Put your sword away. Before he died, Isaac said to his, his son Esau, he said, by thy sword shalt thou live. Then later he said, you'll, you'll have to submit yourself to your brother. There is a sword that God ordains, but it's not given to the church. Yeah, that's right. Sword, I'm not talking about a spiritual sword, I'm talking about a sword, a weapon. There's a sword that God has given to man, but not to the church. Here's who he's given it to. And when you think about government, think of it this way. Rulers are not a terror to good works. So rulers that are, are fake rulers. Wilt thou then be afraid of their power? Do what that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he, the ruler, Mm -hmm. government, he is the minister of God Mm -hmm. to thee Mm -hmm. for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword. Yeah, the sword been given to earthly government. The punishment of evildoers, yeah. so far as you're in the world, has been given to the government, to yeah. rulers. That's yeah. what government's for. Two, yeah. two things outlined there in Romans 13. Mm-hmm. Those that promote good are to be rewarded. Yeah. Those who do evil are to be punished. Yeah, with right. the sword, which means capital punishment. Yeah. Amen. That's Whoever right. doesn't do that and claims to be a ruler, He's imposed it. He's imposed his view. This is what government is for. That's right. This is why the. This is what holds mm-hmm. iniquity down to yeah. some degree. Doesn't obliterate it, but it holds it down to yeah. some degree. But the thing that blesses me mm-hmm. is violence hasn't been given to us. Yeah, the option right. to be violent hasn't yeah. been given right. to us. Mm-hmm. Do violence to no man. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. And Jesus, he didn't do violence. If anyone could have done violence, you would theoretically think it'd be Jesus, but he yeah. wasn't sent to do violence. Not then. Yeah. But not at that time. Not at that time. <laughs> oh, that's that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Paul says we do not war against flesh and blood. That's right. Now the violence, there is violence. That's employed by the saints of God. It's a different kind of violence. Amen. That tends to be neglected, I might add. Mm-hmm. Casting down imaginations. Yeah. Yes. That's a that's a violence. <laughs> Not negotiate. Cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself. Resist. Yeah. See, that's a military resist. Yeah. Yes. That just isn't bow your shoulders, resist these, don't let them come through the ranks. Yes. Resist the devil. Fight the good fight of faith. Crucify. See, yes. these are mil- yes. this is violent acts. Crucify yes. the flesh. Bring the body into subjection. Mm-hmm. 
War a good warfare. Be a good soldier. <laughs> God give us grace to embrace that kind of violence. Yes. Yes. Even in spiritual battle, we're not to fight each other. That's foolish. If an army started fighting each other, what do you think would happen? Well, this happens in the church world all the time. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand, stand. against the wiles of the devil. That's right. Yeah. Whence James, he wrote to some recalcitrant believers, they were going backward. They were adulterers and adulteresses. Yes, Brother Dave. Brother Gibbon, I was wondering, uh, could you explain... There's a scripture where it says that the kingdom of God suffers violence. Yeah, the violent take it by force. Yeah, take it by force. Uh -huh. yeah they, this was involved here, what we just reading about. In other words, they refuse <coughs> to be denied, uh -huh. to let men keep them from it. They press in. They're like this adulterous woman that went into the house of Simon the Pharisee to see Jesus. She was taking the kingdom by violence. She, she wouldn't be allowed in that house, but she took the kingdom by, yeah. by violence. The violent take it by force. There were people that pressed into John the Baptist at the, at the threat of their lives. And the same as in the, when, they were, when the church started, there were people that embraced the truth, even though it cost them, it cost them their life. That's taking the kingdom by, yeah. by violence. It's a spiritual violence. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But you have to ward off a lot of things. To get yeah. to Jesus now, people, you've got to ward off a lot of things. Yes. Don't think Satan's going to just sit. Yeah. He's going to attempt to throw up roadblocks make hindrances take things that look like you can't get past it and sometimes you have to run through a troop and leap over yes. a wall Amen. like David said Amen. <laughs> that's taking the kingdom by violence yes. such yeah. things Thank as you. keeping standing running resisting yes. pressing that requires stamina and that's fortitude right. right. stick-to-itiveness Yes. You know this already, but spiritual battles, very few of them are short. Yes. Spiritual battles tend to extend over a period of time because the soldier of Christ is proved by, the, by time. Time tells whether the person is serious about it or not. Or not. If there was never any trouble, never any opposition, never any yeah. difficulty, see, some people would just stay, they'd just be regulars all the time. That's right, yeah. But you're in a fallen world, and that just simply isn't the way life is. Right. And we're in a better part of the world where there's a lot of hindrances people face we don't face. Yeah. No yeah. food, no water, yeah. no right. shelter, no clothes. See, there's a good part of the world that that's how they're, that's how they're living. If you're living in the deserts of a, of a Sahara desert and you want the kingdom of God, you have to press through some stuff that That's a lot of right. people don't have to do. That's right. You're in a country that, yeah. where the law of the land is the mm -hmm. Muslim, Muslim law. Mm -hmm. 
that's where you live, you got to press through that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's getting that way here. Getting now here so that we the country's accepted other gods. Other gods have been accepted. That's it's right. a war of gods. Yeah. That's right. It's not a war of laws. Yeah. Yeah. It's a war of gods. So yeah. you overcome this, you got to press. That's right. You may have to someday pay a penalty. Yes. To press yeah. through it. But that's yeah. taking the kingdom. Yeah. In the book of Acts, when Peter and the apostles were being told to no longer teach in the yeah. name of Jesus, because they heard the yeah. guilt of Jesus' blood being on their heads yeah. because of this teaching, and Peter and the apostles concluded, we ought to obey God yeah. rather than men. Yeah. That yes. was the end of Amen. their discussion. Yeah. Yeah. They went on and taught Christ. They were yeah. taking the kingdom by violence. Yeah. Yeah. See, now the, the earth... Thank Treated them violently, physically. They treated them violently. Yes. But their viol their spiritual violence won out. Amen. <coughs> Everyone that, that is going to make any progress in the kingdom of God is going to do so through violence. They're going to. Jesus said they press into it. So you, the, it, it, nothing just falls down from heaven, and you just yeah. it's all just flowering. No, you're going to have to press in, right. which means you have an enemy that lives inside yeah. of you. That's right. That's attempting to get in the way of every blessing. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't want the blessing. The old man doesn't want God's blessing. No. He wants to do his own will. So how are you going to, how are you going to, you got to fight the good fight. Of Amen. And, he, and Satan, that's Satan's access to yes. you is the old yeah. nature. That's, that's his door. So if you don't crucify it, when you crucify the flesh, yeah. Satan can't do anything. Now this is approved yeah. violence. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It's the good fight of faith. Mm -hmm. It's faith. When a person has faith, it's this forward posture. That's that right. Faith right. produces the good yes. fight of faith. Yes. Amen. May God give us grace to be like the tribe of Zebulun. It says that of Zebulun, such as went forth to battle, expert yeah, yeah, yeah. in war, yeah. with all instruments of war, uh -huh. 50,000 which could keep rank. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you can see 10, 11, 12, yeah. a battalion keeping rank, but what about 50,000? Yeah. Nobody got out of order. Amen. They were expert. And he adds, they were not of a double heart. Yeah. That's an intriguing expression, isn't it? A double yeah. heart. Uh -huh. You have one heart or two hearts? <laughs> yeah. Amen. Brother, now, you, even if something like that's possible in the flesh, how much more yeah. is that possible in the spirit? Uh -huh. That's right. Amen. It's magnified. Yes. Whatever's in the spirit. If there's a parallel of the, of the spirit of the flesh, it's magnified many Amen. times in the spirit. Amen. The cup the Father gave the Son to drink. See, God, God has poured out His His wrath Amen. at times. The Father, the cup of which the Father hath given me, this cup, shall I not drink it? Now this, the cup, the, 
just a, just a, shortly before this, preceding night before this, the Lord Jesus delivered a cup to his disciples. But it was a cup they were going to keep drinking of. But this cup, one time. The only other time this cup will be drank from is when the damned will drink of the cup. But Jesus drank, we drink his cup every Lord's Day. Yes. And any other time. He drank it once. That's all. A cup of punishment was given to Israel. <coughs> Brother Kevin, yes. I'd like for you to elaborate more what you just said in context of Matthew chapter 20, 23, when Jesus tells his disciples, You shall indeed of my cup, uh, you shall indeed drink of my cup and be baptized with the baptism yeah, that I am that's baptized right. that's with. Right. Uh -huh. So, um, so in light of what you just said, the specificity of what Christ was doing, what is he speaking to them about? In, in measure. They weren't given they were weren't given the full cup. He would drink it with a measure. The baptism I baptized with, he said, You are you able to Yeah. He, Jesus drank the full <coughs> cup of God's indignation. When we're chastened, we're chastened of the Lord, but it's a partial, it's a, right. it's a partial cup. Yeah, Jesus gave his life for the sins of the world, but the apostles all gave their life for the love of Jesus. That's right. And we must That's take right. up our cross and follow him. Right. Amen. 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 He died for a different reason. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Amen. He died so we wouldn't die eternally. Yeah. <laughs> but we are willing to die physically. We're willing. Amen. Yes. Amen. See, that's one of the uh, one of the effects of edification or growing up into Christ and all things. Yeah. One of the effects that makes the people more willing. Mm -hmm. See, when you're strong inside, you're strong. Your faith is strong. You're trusting in the Lord. You're not distracted by the world. It makes you more resolved. I am resolved to Him right now. I am resolved no longer to linger, charmed by the world's delight. See. It takes determination. Some people, this is very difficult for them, but it won't be difficult if you see what this goddamn writer saw. <laughs> now he says, The cup, <coughs> shall I not drink it? In other words, it's read, Am I not to drink the cup? He does not, he does not say, Shall I drink the cup? That's not what he says. He says, shall I not drink the cup? Now note this down. This is an apocryphal statement to me. I never heard anyone else say it, but I want to say it. It's disobedience that has to be explained, yeah. not obedience. Yeah. Uh -huh. Amen. Yeah. That's why the Pharisees weren't baptized by John. Jesus asked him, "Why weren't you baptized?" Yeah. All right. I think we. I think we. There's been some discussion about mm -hmm. baptism. See, all right. But the question isn't should you be baptized or not. Mm -hmm. The question is 
why weren't you baptized? Yes, amen. Yeah. Why, when amen. Jesus said to me, why weren't, see, that's the question that's that has right. to be asked. Amen. Disobedience has to be explained. Yes. And there really is no satisfactory explanation yes, right. for it. Amen. Shall I not? Yeah. See, that's, <clears throat> are you saying you refuse? You refuse to obey God? See, the, the issue isn't did you do this or did you do that? Mm -hmm. The issue is do you want to be saved or damned? Yeah. Which one is it? That's, right. that's the decision that's yeah. being made when it comes to your connection with God. Mm -hmm. It's not can you? Yeah. It's not do you really want to? Mm -hmm. It's here's the alternative. Yeah, that's right. The unrighteous can't enter. Yeah. All right, now you got, so you're choosing, that's what you're choosing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yes. You're not choosing the details. You could, anyway, this was a revolutionary thought. Yes. Jesus fully understands his, his position with respect to God at this point. I mean, he, he's a servant here, but, but natural man is, is completely the opposite. That's right. They think that they're not the servant. That's right. Mm -hmm. They don't exist that's to right. serve people. So Jesus always frames his things coming from a point of, of obedience. That's right. Whereas men don't. They always say, why do I have to do this? Yeah. Because their purpose is completely different. See, this is why Jesus, before he came to earth, before he came to earth, right. when this plan, when it made memory clear that God was going to initiate this eternal purpose, right. he said, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. Yeah. Right. Amen. That's the spirit of the kingdom of God. Who will go for us? Yeah. Isaiah standing in a transported into the heavenlies. Who shall, whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Isaiah says, me. I'll go. So when you read in the scripture, you hear the word of God, the God said, God says, be perfect. See, here am I. Yes. Amen. Yes. Whenever I use excuses or my kids use excuses, that's usually a very strong indication of disobedience. <laughs> it's exactly, it's exactly right. Yeah. Like the, stu unfaith like the unfaithful steward, he says, I knew you were an austere man. <laughs> Reaping where you didn't sow. Well, he didn't know he wasn't talking to an austere person at all. It, it says a lot that we have to learn obedience. We don't have to learn disobedience. That's true. We got that nature. We have that by nature, the disobedient nature. That's a good point. That's a good point to accept. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. Well, this is the day of his power. He is exalted. Remember what Mary said to the servants when at the wedding feast? She said, whatever he tells you, do it. Yeah. It's not going to... She didn't say this, but it didn't look like important. Fill up those six water pots. Not, he didn't fill them with wine, he filled them with water. Pretty menial task, you know. Fill those water pots up. They, they did what he said. Yes. To the brims, that'd be to the brim. To the brim. 
to the Lord says, resist the devil. Grace will teach you to say no. That's what Jesus did. You don't, you, you wonder how do you resist the devil? You have a case in point, a de in detail. You've got what to do when you're tempted. Jesus, you've got the record of the Son of God being tempted yeah. and what he did. Amen. In effect, he said, no. Yeah. God said, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not. No, that's how you resist the devil. You yeah. just simply refuse to do what he tempts you to do. Wasn't it a prophet that told the king to hit the arrows oh, yeah. on the ground yeah, and he only hit him three times? Yeah. And it's that's the way we're supposed to be. Yeah. The devil, we don't just hit him three times. We yeah. He said, <laughs> he said, and Elijah was dying. Yeah. Yes. He, he was in a state of dying. Yeah. And he said, what are you doing? Yeah, he said, you should have said five or six times and you utterly would defeat in Assyria. Yeah. Now you're going to be, now you're not going to do it. Now you're only going to feed him three times. That's yeah. right. right. Now there's a spiritual mind. That was a, that was how a man of the spirit. This is how we thought. This is not how men think. They think if you're going to make a decision, you don't go and strike, shoot some arrows in the ground. That's not what you do. But that's yeah. what he did. For this but place. for this cause came I into this hour. That powerful words there, your discussion points, when Jesus turns right after healing <coughs> Malchus, and he says, the cup which my father hath given me, shall I not drink it? It's him saying, this is why I came. That's yeah. right. This isn't an interference with the yeah. kingdom of God coming. Yeah. This is God's will. <coughs> yeah, Peter, he was, he was unwitting, but Peter was interfering with what God was doing. That's right, yeah. Yes, it's the About the enthusiasm of obeying God, too. When he says, love your enemies, we don't love them lightly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we were yeah. loving them enthusiastically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get in there and really love them. They're yes. so enthusiastic, they're, if they're hungry, we'll feed them. They're naked, we'll clothe yeah. them. Yeah. We don't have to punish him. God's going to do that. God, if God's going to do it, and he may not, they may repent, and he not do it. So Jesus said, my meat, the source of my nourishment, what keeps me going, what gives me good spiritual health, is to do the will of him that sent me and, don't forget the and, and to finish his work. Amen. That's the standard. Yes. That's, that's the yardstick. If you're, going yes. to do, if you're going to do kingdom building, this is your standard. <laughs> your standard amazement. It never balks at the will of God. All you have to know is that if we ask anything according to his will, that's how potent it is to know God's will. If we ask anything according to his will, we have the petition. So yeah. now what should that, how should that affect a person? They should want to know his will. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever a reluctance to do God's will is found, yeah. 
unbelief is present and Satan has the upper hand. Yes, amen. All right, that last discussion point, anyone have something to say about yeah. shall I not drink it? Yeah. This, uh, you know, Jesus, Jesus in, in drinking that cup, he tasted death, but it was a brief period. Yeah. Uh, for Jesus, three hours separated from oh, yeah. God was, well, we can't even imagine. Yeah, it equals eternity. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, and, and, and it, it was in order that we wouldn't be separated from God forever. That's right. And so he was, he, he knew if this was going to, if the eternal purpose was going to be fulfilled, he, this wasn't a, this wasn't a choice. He was sent with a commandment, yeah. laid down his life. You see, yeah. in, 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 in the garden, we see Jesus was determined to do this. Yeah. He, he didn't say like, well, you know, maybe if I find time, he knew exactly what, what, what he was going to do, but it didn't make it easy. No. It wasn't easy. He it took everything Jesus That's right. had That's to right. lay down his life, but he did it because he knew what it was going to produce. That's right. Yeah. In the in the aftermath of it, mm -hmm. you can say he loved the church and gave himself yes. for it. Yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't at that when he was praying. He wasn't thinking of the church. That's not what he was thinking about. He was thinking about drinking this cup. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. And he did it because he was commissioned. Amen. He was commissioned to do it. That's and right. he, he knew he, when he came, he volunteered to do this. Yes. Amen. Then having done that, mm -hmm. we reap the benefits of it. That's right. That's right. I think, say, I think that that... All right, good to go ahead. Paul could say, and he loved me and gave himself yes. for Amen. me. See, yeah. Paul's looking at it from our perspective. That's right. It's an inside view. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He gave yeah. himself willingly. That's right. Amen. He gave himself willingly. Willingly. Yes. That's right. That's right. It's because of what it was going to produce. You know, That's right. he, 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 God was going to be glorified. Some of his wisdom would be being known heavenly principalities. Yeah. His son would get a wife. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of results from this. Amen. Yeah. That's it's why, all required. That's why when he took uh, the cup at that last supper, it's it's so powerful that after he takes the cup, he, he gives thanks. Yes. Gave thanks. That's right. Yeah. Gave thanks. He took it. He took it. Gave thanks. Drank it, give it to them. Yes. So that's the same thing. Yes, yes. it is. He's done with us. Yeah. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, yeah. even when we were dead in sins, uh -huh. hath quickened us together with Christ. That's right. By grace ye are saved. Okay, that's, the, that's the exposition. Mm -hmm. That's the exposition of Christ's death. Amen. Up until that time, there's nothing about it that looked like that was the case. Amen. And none of that would have been true mm -hmm. had he not risen from the dead. Amen. When he rose from the dead, that proved yeah. that God had received that death. That's right. Amen. As valid. Drink ye all of it. Yeah. That's yes. right. Anyone else have anything you'd like to add tonight? 
Father, given we came tonight to get a blessing, yeah. and I'd like to testify we have been blessed. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Now you see, if you if you just read him, would have read that text scholastically or academically, it doesn't look like there was like a whole lot there, but yeah. there was <laughs> there was a whole lot there, yes, amen. and all of God's word is yes, that way. That's amen. right. Yeah. Amen. Uh -huh. And you can see by the different contributions that people made, there's certain things that they saw. See, there were good things. That's right. But we we may never we may never have seen what they saw. But now they shared it. Now we are, now we share the we share each other's understanding. Mm -hmm. We yeah. actually share it. That's what edification is. One person edifies another. He takes what he understands. Uh -huh. He's able to communicate, it, and that person <coughs> understands it too. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes. Amen. What a blessing. I mean, yeah. how can this? No wonder the Lord uh, the. the Lord God of this world has convinced people to let one person do all the talking. I mean, I can understand why that's the yeah. case. Amen. All right, we'll have a closing word of prayer then, brother. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for this evening. We thank thee for, for the Lord Jesus Christ that you set him before us as the preeminent example how he thinks, how he works, how he responds to thee. And Heavenly Father, we, we want to see your, your commands, but you require your, your will as preeminent. We want your will to be our will. Amen. Thy will be done on earth, Father, as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Glad you're back. Well, that's a good text. It really blossomed out to me. Shall I not? <laughs> shall I shall I not drink it? See? Hey. Jesus asks this question in such a manner that you can Jesus asks questions in a manner that you can't say no. Yeah. No, you face it face I know it. You can't say no, but what you can say no. I guess a for fool might we will not have this man to reign over us. I know. That was a dumb statement. That's not a dumb statement. Because they already decided that he wants to reign. They were already in subjection to us. Well, I thank God for it. I thank God that in Christ, following the Lord, living close to him makes sense. And it doesn't make sense not. Stay in the light. Stay in the light. Amen. <laughs> Walk in the light. As he is in the light. Yeah. <laughs>